Hey, Black Love fam. Before we get into this dope conversation, I have to tell you what our friends at Target are up to. Through their Black Beyond Measure campaign, Target is celebrating and elevating Black success all year round. They got the HBCU design contest and the winning designs were showcased last month and they were fire, like I told you they were going to be. And you have to check out the Buy Black product hub. Why? Because not only do they have dope loose leaf tees, which are my jam, but they also got my other jam (laughs) for the upcoming spring and summer, Lafette Rosé all day. Target is out here uplifting the Black community and my tea game. So if you want to learn more about how Target continues to support Black entrepreneurs, students, and creatives, visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. There they are. <laughs> how are you? What's going on? How you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Great, great, great. Lots to talk about. Lots that I want to jump into. I feel like this interview, this day to interview both of you, just all kind of all the stars align. So before we jump in, let me just give quick background for those who don't know. These both are fashion and design extraordinaire. Adair Curtis, interior designer. Jason Bolden, stylist to everyone. (laughs) Everyone amazing, I should say. And yeah, now a a, a week in as fathers, which is amazing. And uh, that's where I'd love to start the conversation. How are you both feeling? I feel good. How do you feel, babe? I feel good. I think, I feel, actually, I feel great. A lot of people have like, where a lot of people like put so much pressure and stress and anxiety and fear in you about it. Oh, yeah. And (laughs) it's been pretty remarkable for his seven days or eight days on the planet so so far it's been really good but everybody's been you know they they give you all of these these stressful stories and make you a bit nervous but it's been pretty pretty easy yeah i, w- I wouldn't necessarily say easy but <laughs> <laughs> it, it can be a handful you know periodically but just this is a dream to us this is a dream to us right we dreamt this jason and i've been together for going on 12 years uh, wow. oh. Very beginning, <laughs> in the very beginning, talking about kids and starting a family, and finally we're at this point. And um, yeah, I think you know, I, one would think that expect us to be tired coming off of a week with a newborn. You know, we've never done this before, not with our own, you know, children, our first. And so, yeah, like it, it just feels good. We're it running off good. of adrenaline. Yeah, it feels really good. Like. Not tired at all. Like, yeah, that's like, amazing. That's yeah. amazing. I yeah. wasn't that way. <laughs> pretty shocking. It's pretty shocking how, like, he's made us even more resilient. Totally. Even when it comes to sleep, we've kind sure. of, like, you know, take turns. But it's been, going back to the initial question, it's been really exciting. And we're just trying to keep the, kind of keep it up there, you know? Sure, sure. Well, you know, there'll be the ebbs and flows, but I think at the end of the day, when you look at him, you're going to know why it's worth it. And I think you'll fall, you'll fall back into that. And I hope you guys keep your sleep. So, you know, right now this, the sleep is great. You know, I'm going to knock on all kinds of wood that it stays that way for you, but (laughs) 
that's the only thing I'm going to put out there for myself. So I have a three-year-old. And the one, the one thing I'll say about her and my experience when, when I just offer my advice, whether asked or not, I'll just usually say, be open to what they want and allow knowing the fact that they don't know what they want. Mm. They don't always do things knowing what the full outcome is. But I think that's the same way with life. I kind of see that as a metaphor for life also, where you're just like, you're in it, you're doing the things, you don't necessarily know how you're going to get to a certain end result, but you just kind of got to allow things to happen, right? You just got to go about the process. Are you feeling any new approach into your day-to-day yet, or it's just too soon? Um, I think it's too soon. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's soon. Um, For me, you know, at least, I'm I'm one who gets up really early in the morning. I work out in the morning. You know, I like to take long walks, et cetera. All of that's out the window. (laughs) All of it. Um, I've gotten to do a little bit of work, you know, periodically, sporadically answer emails or texts, but really just been focused on, you know, Arrow and sure. him getting to learn us and, you know, bonding and all of that. So, nah, we don't have anything down to the science yet. No, not early. at all. I don't, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out this, <laughs> this sure. particular moment, but yeah, you know, I... I think what's really interesting with the question is just like, it makes you think about like just life in general, right? Like the yeah. shifting and allowing everything to shift and change. So I think we're in that space of just allowing the change to kind of happen and just taking, jumping on that, that train of change. And it's just, it's been, yes, it's been interesting, but at the same time, to go back to what Adair said, it's like such a dream. So you kind of like, you keep, you keep wanting to like, as, as he like you just want to grab him smell him like yeah he, like those different yeah. things it kind of we haven't really formulated any other thoughts but like being so obsessed with him i love that let me ask this as you as you as you look ahead um your newly minted fathers this is a word i mean i'm losing it in in my own vocabulary but I like to bring it up anyway because it, it just brings some type of dialogue and, and make you feel some type of way. So I'm just going to ask it. Go, do it, do it, do it. What are your, what are your thoughts on the word masculinity? Mm. I, only, I only connect masculinity with the way I like a, a suit to hang. <laughs> I, I, I connect with I don't connect it with humans anymore. Mm. That's Beautiful. Cool. Yeah, I just connected with clothing. I don't think it's a, a, it's, the problem with the word masculinity is- Wait, wait, let me answer first and then you can get into the problems with it. (laughs) Me, masculinity really is inner strength. When I hear masculinity, I hear inner strength and that's it. Hmm. Simple, plain and simple. You can take that so many different ways, but inner strength is what I feel the, the first thing that comes to me when I hear the word masculinity. Now we can start adding things like toxic in front of it and, you know, all, sure. the, yeah, all these other, other adjectives to describe it, you know, to kind of pre in, as a preface, but, you know, no, I think inner strength is what, what comes to mind when I hear masculinity. Huh? Well, it's interesting. Both of your views now, Jason, of course, I'm going back to you now, cause I want to hear 
all the things as to the reason why you're you're like absolving yourself of that word well because i feel like it's just it's one that has been misused over and over it has has a little stank on it now (laughs) yeah when uh, when you think of the way it's always been used and just in, in the description. And I think a lot of people have decided to, you either, if you're not masculine or have that, that it's a bad thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Well, I just want to walk away from it and just be like, I'll use the description when I describe a, a shoulder, the masculine shoulder because i'm like oh yeah the lines go like this or that it feels like this or it lays like that but i don't want to use it until we decide to really kind of own it and take it back and just realize that it's just a word that means inner strength mm-hmm. and to go back to that it's it's not necessary for me to actually use it or 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 even have a, a real conversation about it because it's it's not it hasn't been adjusted to to actually really have that conversation you know we're really different right i've i've heard i've seen i've researched i'm I'm aware and this is why i love it and you know for me i love these um these dualities so i see masculine and feminine energy right so that that that's my approach so no i don't define masculinity by the old standards and whatever that old paradigm was and like you jason i'm i'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of it from that vantage point. So I've taken it to a point of energy because for me, I think even when we start talking about gender, when we start talking about culture, when we start talking about what's the typical man, you know, like that, that in itself, the fact that I, you know, am even bringing up that phrase, it, it, it already, I think by today's views, by those who are more open and aware can can start shifting that narrative a bit and for myself like i said i see it as this energy where you know there there there's that masculine energy there's that strength there's the getting stronger but you're not in tune emotionally so i feel like then you wave back to your feminine energy where you know you're able to be more in tune emotionally and that's something you know i'll I'll share just a little bit you know in me growing up so i have a creative side and you know outside of the black love thing and the general management thing and all of that, I create, I create art and, and things like that. And growing up, that was one of the identities I, you know, I have to deal with where I had to start second guessing myself and, and people made me second guess myself at times because it's like, yeah, I'm in tune and I'm, you know, at the time growing up soft. So what does that mean? I'm not, you know, man enough and then what does man enough mean and what does and it's like all of these labels so i think you know i think i'm i'm kind of going in both directions for me i always feel like there's there's always a gray area i i can't few times do i see like an absolute answer in things so i i agree with both of you (laughs) in that way you know there's definitely space in between those those two ideas that we have and i think yeah what you're saying is you kind of fall in between you kind of fall into that space right because there is true space in between that i think that's also what's very interesting and that's why i think like having conversations about what does masculinity mean what does femininity mean and like there's a space where people fall in the middle where like mm-hmm. you stand both sides and you can also understand like i see it as the 
the strength and I see it as uh, the other one as a tender side. But I also feel like, for me, and Adair knows this about me, I just feel like everything needs to be reconfigured because when you say tender, a lot of times people take that as being not strong, not yeah. to excel or, or be able to cross over something. Mm-hmm. So it, the way that we have been convinced and taught that how these words supposed to mean, whether it be why the color black and the color white, like we can go on for all days, like all those different things, but sure, sure. I, I think a lot of us fall in the, in the middle a lot of times. And I think that's fair because there's space, there's total space there. I think you said it though. <laughs> I, I think you said it, you know, there's masculine and feminine. And I, I think that we all have both of those energies within us. And some people display more masculine at some t- at some points, and some people display, you know, more feminine at some po- some points. And there's no right or wrong, and you know, there's not one that's more strong. Just because you are feminine doesn't mean you're not strong, right? Right. Uh, at all. I know. You know, the men in my family are are both. They they're really strong, but they'll come and they'll hug. You know one of the guys or you know what I mean it's like there's this there's this tender embracing warm side of masculinity as well that doesn't get to exist because of society right yeah that is that's that's wrong yeah that's wrong agreed so in in raising young boy what do you feel or how do you see it I'm, I'm sure you've had these conversations since you've been thinking about it since you've both been together what is your approach in raising a boy in this in this day as as we continue to you know either demystify things redefine things thankfully absolve certain things and break down certain barriers what do you feel your approach is as, as your um as you're raising arrow into right. this world i think it's us one getting to know who he is help mm-hmm. and you know, the world, um, exposing him to many parts of, you know, life, all walks of people. Um, I think, and it's not, it's not up to us to determine, you know, how masculine or feminine, you know, our child is. That's not yeah. for us to determine, you know. I know, I, I've heard of stories, not I know, but I've heard of stories <laughs> um, where parents, you know, beat the children because they're like, oh, you know, you're too, you're the, the son, I'm going to beat you because you're too feminine, put the doll down, or, you know, you shouldn't do this, or you shouldn't wear that color because, you know, boys don't wear that color, or, or even with girls. It's no, that, that's not yeah. the way we plan to operate at all whatsoever. Yeah, I, I, I and so to really kind of put that, like, not to put anything into a box, but just to kind sure. of put in the capsule so we can kind of really digest it and get it. I, for us, it, it, the bottom line is just to be. We just want him to be, to be able to be. And I think that is, we can, we can be as philosophical as we want to be, but I think the missing link is no one ever, no one ever really allows anyone to just be. Hmm. be happy, you can be sad, you can be masculine, you can be feminine, you can be queer, you can be this, just be. And that's where the magic lies, right? We get some of the most amazing experiences out of life when you allow things to just be. You meet some of the amazing people, some of the culture shifting, planet changing people 
in the world were able to just be, and that's when you got the magic. So letting Arrow just be is the, is the real ultimate true goal. That's amazing. I mean, <laughs> it sounds so simple. It yeah. also sounds, no, it's not. No, I, listen, I know it's not, <laughs> but for that to be the goal, is beautiful and I, you know, I can, I can see and feel and very much appreciate, I mean, you know, and support it in terms of that idea and that mindset, because, you know, even being black in America, to your point, being queer in America, being any sort of thing, any of these labels that are pressed upon everybody, they're just that they're labels. And that's, where you start getting boxed in and that's where you start getting limited. And that's where, that's where you're metaphorically speaking, that's where your wings get cut off. Um, and, and you're not allowed to fly and be and, and soar and do the things and it's deep. (laughs) Yeah, no, it does. It does. I feel like the, the reason why we get to do that is because in a sense, without our parents actually knowing what they were doing, they, Jason and I grew up in environments where, our parents just allowed us to be, right? And we got to show up and we got to tell them like, this is who I am today. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, maybe next week that's gonna change, but today this is who I am. And they were like, okay, you know, I love you. And you're like, I love you too. Damn, that felt good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then next week, you know, I go back to them and I'm like, you know what I'm thinking? Like, this is who I am. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like, that's it. When Jason, I remember Jason having a conversation with his mom when, you know, he brought me home, basically, or was like setting up to bring me home. And he's like, I've met somebody and he has on speakerphone and I'm, and I'm listening. And she's like, OK. And he's like, I'm going to bring, you know, I'm, I'm going to we're, we're coming to St. Louis. And she's like, OK. okay. <laughs> he's like, it's a guy. And she was like, OK. Like, right. <laughs> Can't wait to meet him, you know, that. And, you know, I, I cried because I'm like, wow, like, wow, you have that same mom, too. Like, that's my mom. Like, this is amazing, you know, and that's who we want. And that's what we want to be in Arrow's life. You know, just allow him to be and love him truly, truly, unconditionally. You know, somebody told me, like, not somebody, but Mary J. Blige told me something. I long to, I'll never forget this. We were getting ready for something. And we were just talking about love. And she was like, the ultimate love is to love somebody through. And I was like, what? I'm like, are you about to song or something? Right, right. <laughs> you, want to, you want to love and you want to be loved through. You want somebody to love you through everything. Mm, right? mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I just want to love you through it all. And I think that's ultimately the that's ultimately one of the things where it goes back to it's another way of just saying like it's unconditional. There are no conditionings to my love. So I'm gonna love you through it. With whatever these conditions that people may say, whatever, I'm gonna love you through it. So that's like when she said that to me, I was like, wow, that's so deep. Like you want you just want somebody to love you through it. I want you to love you me through like my good times, my bad times, me being an asshole. Me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Me, like I'm kind of a loner sometimes, so I'm kind of like, love me through that because sometimes I <laughs> like shut down. But it's just like, it's really simple. Like, and a lot of times when people are so outraged or have so many negative things to say, it's because 
I feel sad for them and I take, I, it's horrible because I'm like, you've never been loved through. Nobody has loved you through it. So all you can do is, is try to dismantle something that you don't understand, which was loving somebody through because you never had it. So when you have yeah. they love you through, like you see love and it just, it, it makes, it's like, it makes you smile, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Somebody happy, you watch a movie, it's a happy movie. You see somebody do something funny, you just smile, like it, you laugh. So that's the kind of movement and the mindset, you know, we, we hope um, that Arrow kind of like jumps into. Well, I'm pretty sure he will, um, <laughs> just, just, just hearing this. But I think it's, you know, it's pretty fascinating that, you know, like your parents were kind of ahead of the curve, this whole movement and era of that we're living in where they were able to do that already, right? And, and Adair, you're um, from the Bronx originally, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I know how that is. <laughs> I think my mom, you know, as special as I know she is to me, um, there are the moms and other parents in general, you know, mm-hmm. that do that already. And so what we're trying to do is demystify that and you know, kind of pull the cover back. So you should be loud and proud about you loving your ch- your child through everything, right? Unconditionally. Like to me, you what Duane and Gab do at home, they are superheroes in real life to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me emotional when I think about it. They 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 are it's they're literally superheroes. You know, this it's a safe a, a really really safe environment for you to just be, and they're they're a massive example of allowing you to, to just exist, you know, in space and show up and still love you. Well, I think that's also really interesting, right? As, as, as black people, you know, we stay in trying to exist, right? Yeah. Bible for us. Right. And then to be able to have the idea to take that off, right. And like, here's the, I'm turning a switch on. Now you can exist. You know what I mean? Like it is that type of stuff is the stuff that love is truly about being able to exist in a relationship too, right? We can talk about relationships, somebody being able to turn that switch on and allow you to exist, especially when you come from a place of being suppressed about your existence. Yeah. Knowing that, knowing that you can find someone or be loved by someone who allows you to exist, which is one of the, one thing, one of the hugest things that a, 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 a country or a planet is trying to take away from you, you know what I mean? Which is existence. Yeah, absolutely. And that I can, I can go <laughs> into a lot of areas as well. But what would you say to someone in the LGBTQ plus community right now that wasn't fortunate enough to have your type of upbringing and parents and is still trying to find, you know, and hasn't found the love that you have yet. So they're somewhere in the middle. So they're, they're trying to find love. They're trying to find themselves. They're trying to escape that hurt, honestly, because hurt people hurt people. So they couldn't love them through. So they hurt them instead. And now, you know, they're of age and they're trying to get to the same point, uh, point of view, frankly. I think for me, I just, I would say it's, it's, it's the same formula, right? It's the exact same formula, meaning 
the most important person is the person that you see every day. You see a reflection, which is you, right? So that's that's someone that you know you know way and you know way more intimately than anybody else. So I get to make a decision to truly love myself through first, mm-hmm. and just be. When you have that, and I hate, I'm not going to use like an Oprah thing. It's like an right where you're able to look at yourself and say, "I exist. I can be." And I want to love myself through, right? For me, it's the laws of manifestation. You know, you ask, mm-hmm. you start living your life the way that you want, want it to be lived. So I think it's, it's the same formula. You do it to yourself. You talk to yourself. Like I put something on Instagram the other day on my stories when it was just more about like, write it down and say it out loud. Like here is someone who's like, a lot of people like, oh, you kind of, it's everything is happening. Arrow is, a, is, is part of my dream, right? He's just part of it. And I'm able to like be able to enjoy a part of it and keep adding, adding to it. But it goes back to, it's just like, I allow the possibility to be. I allow to love myself through. And you just, those are conversations that you just have to have with yourself. So again, I repeat, it's the same formula. And find people that feel like fucking sunshine. That's big, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will not add to that because <laughs> there you go. I mean, I think I think that put it that that put it there. <laughs> All right, fam. Before we get any further, it's time for a little joy break. What's a joy break, you ask? It's a lot like our blue check question around these parts, but this one is for all of you listening. All right, you ready? What brought you joy this week? It could be simple as your favorite iced coffee, your favorite red wine, something your little kid did, something your dog or cat did. I'm gonna give you two things of mine. First, for me, it's all about music. I literally walk around, think about things, put ideas together to music. If I'm not listening to it, it's in my mental fixture day in and day out. So music is that pulse that just gets me moving and brings me joy from anything big to anything small. Another thing that brought me joy this week was, yep, my weekly target run, because we all do them. I was able to shop Black-owned and founded brands and get everything I needed to bring me a little joy this week, like a little rosé and a little tea. Just putting it out there. And look, we're not just talking about in February, Black History Month is behind us, but through their Black Beyond Measure campaign, Target is celebrating our community all year round. Look, it's important to make sure we all take a moment for joy every single day. So if you wanna surround yourself with a little joy and help uplift and celebrate Black creatives and entrepreneurs, make sure to visit target.com slash blackbeyondmeasure to learn more. All of this is about wellness and well-being. And you both kind of touched upon this earlier. Are there things that you do on a daily basis that is keeping you in this mental space, in this physical and emotional space of positivity and staying in the present and now being dads and being present and being with him as well? Are there certain daily routines that you keep? I think a lot of people don't 
don't tell you this. It's the same thing that they miss about relationships and marriage and parent being parents is that you have to take care of yourself. Right. Adair and I do separate walks. We don't walk with each other. We'll take we don't work out together. Yeah. We don't we do walk together sometimes. Sometimes, but, but like we take care of ourselves and then come back together. Yeah. Like I have right. a moment he has a moment alone when we come mm-hmm. back. I think that's a, a battery charge. I think that's self healing. Yeah. I think there's self preservation. Yeah. So you self love. Yeah. And sometimes like I, I again I go back to I I talk to people who make who make me laugh, who make me feel good. Like it's things like that that we've learned how to do, even in, during the lockdown and COVID and things like that. We we live in the neighborhood in which like we could you know we could walk around and we can do things like that. So we we decided, even in the house though, yeah, even in the just, house, you would take one part of the house and just not even discussing it. It wasn't something conscious that we did. It was just all right, cool. Like I'm in this room and he's in that room, yeah. and it's like. You know, he'll send me a text message like, "Are you hungry?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's let's get yeah, some." But I, I'm just saying, it's self preservation. So I think, in in healing and 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 getting better and being able to produce and be productive on this planet, you have to find moments where you get kind of recharge and and preserve and and reboot those things. So I think it's it's things like that that we find that I feel like that's how we've kind of made it work. Well, that taps into something I'm a big believer in, this one plus one equals three theory. Hmm. Because it's, it's you, Adair. It's you, Jason. You have your lives. You've had your lives before you met. Yep. And now you have that third life, which is Jason and Adair. Right. But, you know, so, so you have the, those multiple lives, but it's, it's not about codependency. It's about interdependency. Right. So, oh, you better. <laughs> I'm picking up what you put down. <laughs> For me, I'll, I'll even take that a step further because I'm a huge believer in this thought of interdependency as a community. So like what you keep um, circling back on, Jason, about surrounding yourself with other people that make you happy or that are sunshine, which I love. So I'm, I'm going to take that one with me. But I think that's the thing. I, we, we all feed off of each other. We all feed off of each other's energy. And coming back to what you're saying, to be able to separate, you're able to distinguish yourselves from each other and say, I am Adair and I am Jason, before you come back to that collective we, which is a three, where it's like, okay, this is you know Jason and Adair energy, but we still have our separate lives. We still have our separate paths. We still have our separate outlooks and takes and being very different. But then we come together and we have this beautiful bond and energy, but you're not codependent. Right. And it doesn't sound like that at all. No. I'm codependent when it comes to food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in charge of all the food. I'm just like, well, we... <laughs> Adair, do you cook? Or you're just... Oh, yeah, both. Oh, okay. But okay. Kind of busy, slammed, running an empire and pulled in 50 trillion directions. So... A lot of the time these days is ordering, but it's been nice to, um, you know, kind of slow down over the past week with Arrow. Not to say that I've cooked either during that time. Yeah, but <laughs> if you did, you would have been a superhero for that one. Cause <laughs> oh, no time for that either. But no, I love to cook and I'm in charge of the food. Yeah. Is there anything else that you would add to the 
your daily routine of things? Not every day, but definitely therapy and having a safe space with mm. someone who we can trust, you know, license, you know, preferably. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> to to kind of hash things out. And even if you don't have anything that's going wrong in your relationship, in your life, just having a touch point and a touch base on, you know, this is where we are today. Um, and this is where we've been over the past week. And this is how I feel. You know, and you know, how do you feel? You know, oh, you feel good. Oh, why do you feel? Why do you think you feel good this this time? Well, why do you, why don't you think you feel good? What's coming up needs to be worked on. Yeah, therapy. Therapy is one. Um, beyond you know all the physical and all the you know the meditation and the yoga, you can do all of that, but you need you need constant therapy. Do you have couples therapy or your own individual? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It'll become the Jason Bolden show. If <laughs> real quick. <laughs> if, if uh if I didn't have another space outside of the therapy together, you know, so I'm like, let me let me go over here. That was great. And let me go over here and continue to unpack alone. You know. So. Yeah. And same. Again, having a, a space to you know, unload. And yeah. Walk and walk out with, you know, some, some weights taken up off. Of so I definitely think that. And, and, and unfortunately that a lot of people of color don't um, have the opportunity or have the access to therapy. But if you go to um, Taraji's, uh, Taraji P. Henson's um, Boris Henson Foundation. Foundation like, oh yeah, I heard about this helping a lot and support and giving opportunities and to, tools to reach you know, therapy. To reach therapy. So I think it's, you know, again, there's so much going on. We're coming up out of something that was really dark and different. And I think, you know, you need, you need somebody to talk to. And even if you are a fully happy, progressive, great person, you need, everybody needs a moment to kind of like, you know, take their cool off. So that's, I mean, I, I lean into what Adair said. There's therapy is definitely one of those major um, perks. I love that. I'm just, I'm trying to be mindful of the time since I have both of you, um, <laughs> and not just one of you. Um, so I want to leave it with my last question. What does wellness mean to you? Hmm. That, that can be difficult. Um, to answer in one or two sentences, oh, but yeah. I'll go back to something that we talked about and touched on earlier, just um, self-care and self-preservation. When I hear the word wellness, that's immediately what I think of. One thing I didn't mention that I do really, really often is um, I get acupuncture. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all the things, right? Acupuncture, <laughs> you know, the walks, the working out, all of it, all yeah. of it. I lean into just one word, laughter. Mm. It's just laughter. Like, think about how good it feels. Like, you know how good it feels when you know you're about to go see somebody that actually makes you laugh? You know, like, you laugh so quick and sometimes you get that moment. If you could bottle that moment of laughter, those seconds or however long it ha happens, and kind of revisit that often, I think that's where your wellness comes in. You know, you get to you get to be well, you get to, you know, do all these 
things just from that 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 ounce of energy. I think it gives you that that buzz or that spark. Yeah. Feel even in your in, even in your weakest times, sometimes you laugh and you get a burst of energy. So for me, I think wellness for me is just laughter. Never heard that before. That's I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the Dalai Lama. Deep <laughs> <laughs> the new the new and improved people don't but you know i get a little i get a little deep there mm. yeah no i love it i love it and it's like in the you keep having these things in the simplicity there's the depth yeah uh, but mm. also when you think about it, it's supposed to be you know when you think about life life is like people it's not like us they're like it's not like life all about it's just like life <laughs> Like life is one word, like life. Yeah. yeah. Is. If we really calm things down and just like, it's really simple, but it's because we have been programmed and there's so many things that are happening around us, so many different vibrations and ideas around us that you can't keep it simple because it's like, no, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. No, this actually makes me happy. So I'm going to do that. Like I'm going to take this flower from out of this arrangement and it makes me happy. Like, that's what I'm going to do. I may walk around the house with this round. Sorry, Errol, this is like a huge arrangement. <laughs> you know, it's just like things like that. Like, you're not supposed to do this. And I'm not saying, like, you go do things that are, like, obviously horrible. But, like, sure, you do things that make you feel, like, literally stop and smell the roses. Like, it's very small. All these, like, terms and things like that aren't just words. People actually probably really stopped to smell the roses. And it did something. You know? Yeah, so yeah. I just think it's it's really kind of easy, but we're in a space where everybody has made it so hard, to, made it so hard to just do easy. Right. That's the B. That's the B. Exactly. I was just about to say that. <sighs> this is beautiful. Great. No, this is this is amazing. <laughs> I have a cocktail now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have the cocktail. It's five o'clock somewhere. Or, <laughs> well, I did love this. Um, like I said, I want to be respectful of both of your times, but this was amazing. I appreciate all the knowledge, all the things, the gems, and just being open and just being you both um, in this conversation. No, thank you. Like, th this was beautiful. I want everybody to go find them some sunshine. That's all. Yeah, thank you both so much. Thank Great you. Day. Love it. <laughs>